Are you interested in attracting diverse candidates to fill your vacant positions at work? Well, if you answered yes, you may want to take a gander at the 2020 Glassdoor survey. The survey found that 76% of job seekers and employees said that a diverse workforce and an inclusive work culture was important to them when evaluating job opportunities. At Elementive, they foster innovation in healthcare by investing profits back into research and development, identifying novel solutions to unmet needs while also engaging talented people and as far as creating a diverse and welcoming work culture the slogan at elementive when it comes to diversity equity and inclusion is discovery accelerated robert pittman is the manager of human resources at Alimentive, it's his job to ensure that Alimentive stays true to its core principles when it comes to developing and fostering a culture where everyone is included in the hiring process and beyond. He joined me this week to have a conversation about creating an inclusive culture at work, in healthcare, research and development, and so much more. I'm fired up to have an inclusive and thought-provoking conversation, so without further delay, I'm Kevin McShan. Let's have this conversation. Take a moment to welcome you to the program, buddy. And I'm super excited to learn about all the great work you do at Elementum. Always great to see you, my friend. And I thank you so very much for being here. Thanks for having me, Kev. Appreciate it. It's, uh, it's always a pleasure to speak with you and uh, an honor to be uh, to be a guest, a guest here. So, yeah, looking forward to the conversation. Absolutely. Now, I know at Elementum you're all about reinvesting into... Uh, research and development when it comes to healthcare. So I'm wondering if you can tell me about the mission of Alimentum and what it's all about, buddy. For sure, absolutely. No, happy, happy to share. Um, so yeah, Elementive is uh, is a unique. We're a unique company. We're a contract research organization. So um, uh, we're commonly known as CROs in the industry and. 
Um, basically, what we do is is we partner with pharmaceutical companies and biotech companies to uh, manage their clinical trials. And specifically, we, we're experts in the GI field, so we we support clinical trials for inflammatory bowel disease, so Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, uh, NASH, which is a large uh, up, upcoming area of research. Um, esophagitis and, and celiac disease. So that's our, our specialty. There's some very large organizations that kind of do everything across many different therapy areas, but our, our focus is, is specifically within GI. And we're, we're a little bit unique, um, I guess, from our peers in the industry in that we we came out of a, a research organization. So we, we began at, at Western University and part of Robert's Research Institute focusing on clinical trials and, um, you know, part of the, the mission is to transform, uh, really the, the mission is to transform human health. And so uh, what we do as part of our, our profits and our organization are reinvested back into conducting our own clinical trials, our own outcomes research, which is really aimed at improving outcomes for patients with, with these chronic, um, you know, terrible chronic GI conditions. And there are lots of, there have been lots of advances over the years and lots of really positive developments, but there's still many areas of uh, need where patients, um, you know, don't respond to current treatments or um, there's just not enough information about the best course of treatment for, for, for certain patients. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a little bit of the, the work that we do. And I know for you as the manager of Human Resources Bunny are always looking to engage with uh, talented people and, and when it comes to diversity, equity and inclusion, I know it's a big part of what you do and the slogan in that regard is uh, Discover uh, Accelerated. So tell me about how you uh, value uh, diversity, equity and inclusion as a company. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, you nailed it. Uh, we're we're a very diverse organization. Um, we have over um, uh, over seventy percent of our workforce is is women. Um, we have uh, many many different nationalities represented uh, within within our business. Many different languages that are spoken. Um, folks of different abilities as well in, in our organization. And uh, yeah, it's 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 really important to us. I think you know, just like many other organizations out there, I think uh, you know, it's it's a work in progress for us. Uh, you know, we still feel like we have a have a lot of work to do, um, but at the same time, we've we've seen the benefits of having you know people of different abilities, different different nationalities, different work backgrounds. Um, where that ends up paying, paying dividends and making us a more successful organization. Um, you know, we're, we're culturally more advanced, we're, we're more productive. Um, just even if you, if you look at sort of team dynamics, when, when you have a, a group of people, when you have a really homogenous group of people, you don't, you're not going to arrive at the, the type of solutions um, and the creativity that's needed to advance the business. And so I think, um, you know, that's something that we've really celebrated and something that um, is going to be a huge focus for us, actually. We're, we're just in the midst of um, refreshing our, our strategic plan within HR and um, diversity, equity, inclusion is going to be a really, really big part of what we do. And it's something that's really important to our, our employees um, as well. So, Yeah, and Rob, I know for you uh, personally as the manager of HR, it's 
important to keep evolving when it comes to uh, infusing uh, folks with disabilities into what to do. You know, a couple of months ago that we collaborated on a, a webinar or seminar on the topic. So I'm curious from a personal perspective, how important do you think it is to infuse folks with uh, disabilities into a working culture? Yeah, it's hugely, hugely important. And yeah, thinking back to that uh, that uh, session, I mean, that was that was so helpful for for our team, and you know, to help help give our team that perspective and um, understand the resources that are available out there to be able to help us, and and just the the be- all of the benefits that come along with hiring, you know, people with with disabilities. Um, you know that these are these are people that are bringing a different perspective that are extremely loyal and hardworking and 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 bring a lot uh, bring a lot to the role. Um, so no, it's 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 something that's uh, like I said, it's it's hugely important. Something that's going to be key and part of what we do in terms of our talent acquisition and our strategic plans over the next uh, the next few years. Yeah, absolutely. And- Rob, tell me about the importance of collaboration and innovative innovation in the work that you do, Bonnie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, collaboration is actually one of the pillars of our of our culture, um, uh, and and I think kindness as well. Um, we've always been a collaborative and kind organization. And we're, we're a business of just over five, 500 people. And um, like I mentioned to you, we, we work in an industry where there's um, some of the larger organizations have 10,000, 50,000, 100,000 um, employees. And the work that we're doing is really important, right? Focusing on on clinical trials. Um, and so this this is really important work. So you want to be able to feel like you're, um, you know, you have a close-knit team and um, that you can reach out to people and be supported by people within the organization to, to get the job done. And, um, and, uh, and that is something that we've been able to maintain even through the growth that we've seen, we've seen over the years that there's, there's a consistent kindness and, and collaboration um, in our culture. And um, that's something that we're really hoping to, to maintain. And I think what, what comes with that too is when we're supporting one another when we're, um, you know, having new ideas and, and we're, we're met with sort of kindness and, and we're being welcomed for bringing new ideas, that's, that's when, you know, we're able to innovate and, and bring new ideas forward and, um, and continue success that way. So, yeah, that's, that's, um, it's, a huge, it's a huge kind of pillar of our, of our culture and something that we're really striving to maintain. Yeah, absolutely. And, Rob, when you look to hire people, how important is it, is it when, when you look to hire them uh, that they sort of uh, infuse, themse- infuse themselves in the uh, company culture that you've already built? And when you look to hire them, do you look also, I guess, at the characteristics that can help you build and strengthen your culture as well? Definitely. No, culture, I mean, it's it's one of those things that everyone talks about and it's it's a very difficult thing to define and it's a very de- difficult thing to you know measure i guess in someone who's who's or assess in someone who's coming into the business um so what we we try to do throughout our selection process is we really try to share as much information as we can with candidates through the process about 
um, the culture of the organization, the culture of the team, um, really make sure that they're getting that realistic um, job preview. Because as much as we're, we're assessing them for a culture fit, they're also assessing us for a culture fit. And we need to give them the information to do that. Um, so I think it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's extremely important. And one of the things for us, I think, um, and part of the reason why we have such a, a close-knit organization and um, why we have the collaboration and kindness that we do within, within our culture um, is that we do have so many people who align to the purpose of, of the company. So, um, you know, when everyone is, is focused on transforming human health and is focused on having success as a business so that we can continue to reinvest and, and, you know, bring advancements and, you know, further the research that's going to have an impact on people at the end of the day. Um, you know, it, it makes things a lot easier, you know, no matter what, you know, how bad a day you might be having or what might be going on personally, you can feel good about waking up and coming to work and, and knowing, knowing that the work that you're doing in some way, whether you're in HR, whether you're in the clinical research side of the business, uh, our data management team, regulatory affairs um in some way you know what you're doing is contributing to to the to the purpose and and hopefully creating a, a better situation for patients who suffer from from these conditions so that's definitely something that we you know we explore in the in the selection process and that having that alignment is is really key but it has to go both ways like i said right if, if somebody somebody needs to assess us uh, uh that way as well and uh, so we try to give them all the information that they need to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And Rob, from a more general perspective, I'm, I'm curious to get your thoughts on how HR trends have uh, shifted with so many people uh, working from home. And how have, I know that you work remotely too, so how do you think that the post-pandemic view of HR will go? It's an excellent. It's it's just such a good question. There's no no question, no doubt that it's been a an interesting uh, couple of years for for HR. Um, it's it's been you know right from you know the pandemic beginning and, and making that shift. Um, luckily, our organization is, is was already a very virtual organization and was set up well to to manage that that transition to work from home. Um, so it, it, I think it, it uh, our business lends itself well to that. I'm sure other businesses it was it was much more of a challenge. Um, I think I think you know what a lot of organizations are struggling with, um, and what employees are struggling with is how how do we stay engaged with what's what, with one another? How do we get you know that some of the information that we might get from those informal conversations that we're having when we're bumping into folks at the office. Um, so I think it's, it's really about how do you, how do you maintain culture in a, in a virtual environment and how do you, how do you engage employees and how do you give them opportunities to have a voice connect with one another and get those, those sort of social benefits that they would have had, um, from, from working in the office. And, um, yeah, like 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 other organizations, that's something that we're working on. We're we're um, conducting engagement surveys from from our employees. To, you know, we're fielding uh, uh, ideas from them about about things that we can do, things that we can we can uh, improve around that. So it's yeah, it's it's a challenge. I think that is that is probably one of the biggest challenges facing um, facing HR at 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 the moment, and 
and uh, we're definitely no different. And, and in terms of my own personal experience, I like you said, I've, I've worked from home actually for uh, boy almost six and a half years now. So um, it wasn't really a new experience for me when that when the pandemic happened. And um, I've learned a lot of lessons from others who have worked remotely in the past. Um, and I think it just it just comes down to making that effort, carving out the time to keep the connections and reaching out to people and, and accessing, um, you know, the platforms to be able to stay connected to, to the culture. So it's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting topic, but I think that's, that's probably top of mind for a lot of organizations at, at the moment. Yeah, and Rob, I'm, I'm curious to ask you about if you sort of had the platform or the chance to really address people that are, are looking for work or want to be more diverse, how do you think uh, resumes can be better presented to HR people to get a wider uh, group of people a chance at, at uh, working? That's a really interesting question. Um, yeah, I, I, I think um, you know, there's 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 so much there's so much onus. I'm not sure that it's it's something that needs to be done from the candidate side. I think it's actually, um, I think it 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 actually needs to be learning and awareness and you know bias training and um all the things that should be should be done for the individuals that are participating in a selection process so i i don't know that there's there's anything you know that candidates are are not are not doing to put themselves out there giving employers the information that's needed to be able to um to, to consider them consider them for roles I think it, it's actually the onus is, is on the employers to make sure that um, you know we're recognizing we're recognizing bi biases and we're recognizing the value of, of diversity and we're creating fair opportunities fair selection processes so that we can end up with the representative workforce that um, that that we we want and, and that we we need and that we should should have so um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's a that's an excellent question. I hadn't I hadn't even you know ever thought about that, but I think it's it's actually the onus is more on the employer than anything. Well, it's uh, just another opportunity for another webinar. I know, kidding. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have my final question for you has to do with your own personal and professional legacy in the work that you do, and in general, buddy. How do you want that to be defined? Oh wow! Um, yeah, I think you know I I ended up in HR uh, by way of uh, a degree in, in psychology. I worked um, in government for a period of time while I was in university. For um, at the time, it was Human Resources and Skills Development Canada. Um, I've worked uh, on the front lines of. Uh, uh, mental health um, with uh, Children's Aid Society and with um, uh, Maryville in an acute care hospital for for adolescents with uh, with mental health uh, conditions. Um, so uh, you know, and I really wanted to combine those things where I was in a in a health setting and um, or, or doing something related to health and to, towards science and perhaps psychology. 
um, but also combining that with with HR and you know that that end of things. And so, um, I think the most important thing for me was just to be in a position to to help both businesses and also help individuals, help people, and do work that um, is meaningful. I think that is. Uh, I know in our business, that's the number one thing that um, that that is. Um, it's, it's scored the highest out of, out of all of our employees is the fact that they feel that the, the work that they do at Elementive is meaningful. And I think that's, that's all I've ever wanted is to just be a, uh, be a help to, to an organization that's doing good um, in the world and, and supporting people, uh, you know, in their work lives and, you know, whatever benefit I can, I can have there. Um, and for my team, um, I think, you know, as a leader, it's also, uh, you know, part of the role to produce other leaders and, and help them in, in their journey as well. So I think those would be the things that I, I would hope to be able to look on that I've, I've been successful in, in helping those that are part of my team progress um, and also helping, helping business, you know, helping a business and also doing, doing work that's meaningful and creating good for, for people um, in the world in some way. Yeah, absolutely. And Rob, finally, tell me if people are interested in working for Elementor or want, want to get connected with the company or yourself personally? What's uh, the best way they can do that? Absolutely. Thank you. Um, our, our website, so alimentive.com, uh, our careers page, we have a lot of information there. There's there's um, quite a bit to, to, to look at there and information about different different opportunities and the things that make us unique as an organization. Um, our LinkedIn page, we have a, a LinkedIn company page, so you can search Alimentive on LinkedIn. And also would strongly recommend uh, checking out our Glassdoor page, lots of great information there. Um, you know, you, you're hearing it right from the horse's mouth uh, from from our employees, current and, and past. Um, and so, yeah, I, I would probably say uh, check those things out. And then, in terms of uh, getting connected with me, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, again, my name's Robert Pittman, so you can just you can connect with me there, uh, or you can email me at uh, robert.pittman at alimentive.com, and I'd be happy to uh, happy to take your email. Well, you answered this one when I asked you to do this, buddy. So I appreciate that, and I appreciate the work that you uh, do to uh, diversify the hiring process and uh, the world of healthcare. It's always great to see you, and I want to thank you for engaging in conversation with me this afternoon. Thank you, Kev. Really appreciate it. Great, uh, great questions uh, and a great conversation as always. So thank you so much. Appreciate that.